Let's Deprogram, a podcast where we try to get you into a band. As simple as that, we've done all the work. All you have to do is literally listen to us talk about it. Because that makes you feel better. Makes me feel better. Today's band is Southern Culture on the Skids. My name is Justin, and I'm not sure if you guys know this, but hard work does indeed work. Here's some updated info for you. I'm reading it literally as it is in my Slack channel. Hard Work Works Fitness app. Search in your app store. Download it. I'm giving you instructions. I'm not sure if you guys know that either. I'm instructing you. Do this. Hard Work Works Fitness app. Search in your app store. Just type in Hard Work Works. Then you download that jank. It's a free download. I can talk. Purchase membership for only $10 a month. Look, that's only ten bucks, man. You know, that's a bargain. You can find that somewhere to get yourself in tip-top physical because you know what you get for that ten dollars a month. I don't think I've done the live read with you yet, Jenny. No. What do you get? Because I've actually thinking about trying this. Three new workouts every week, designed for minimal to no equipment at all. That sounds good for me because I have nothing. <laughs> so, the app is really cool. Actually, I'll show you. Like, I'll do this and then I'll I'll show you. But uh, Joe shows you how to do every uh exercise so again you don't ha- you're basically getting a uh fitness trainer right there in your pocket it's i don't have beautiful. to leave my house you don't have to leave your house at all uh three new workouts every week designed for minimal to no equipment all all ages and ability levels so like if you're like me and you can't do jack or like me i get winded when i go up a flight of stairs <laughs> see you can literally work out anywhere in the world so I mean, if we cleared out enough space, we could work out right here. Let's and do it. Yeah. <laughs> we've got something else to do, Sam. We've got, we've got things to do. But I'll tell you this. There is zero. When I say zero, I mean zero like this. You guys can see it, but listeners can't. No, long, <laughs> no long-term obligations. Cancel any time. Keep all your workouts. How's that? Nice. For some reason, the $10 a month isn't working out for you. You're not enjoying the workouts that uh, Joe is sending you. Ah, you know what? I'm done. No big deal. You're done. No contract. And on top of that, you get to keep your workouts. So all the workouts that you've already gotten at that point. So let's say after one week, you're like, well, you know what? Shoot. This just ain't for me. You get three workouts that you can do mm-hmm. as long as you have the app. No big deal. And uh, they're yours. Decide, commit, succeed, and hashtag join the hustle. Hard work works. Also, Joe's just a swell dude. He is. My my buddy Joe Leone, he uh, he runs Hard Work Works, uh, a gym in Virginia Beach. If you want to actually go to the physical gym, he's he's a uh, personal trainer, and he will get you in tip top physical. Just because I am not in tip top physical yet does not mean that the app <laughs> well, you doesn't don't work. live in Virginia Beach. I don't live in Virginia Beach, and I mean, in fairness, I I haven't used the app as I should, but the few times I have, I am in love with this app. Now, where the hell did I put it? This is a hell of a sell, Justin. And of course, nobody can see this, but come on. Oh, it's updating, <laughs> which is perfect. I think my biggest problem is that even if he gave me the exercises to do, I have baskets of clean laundry that I need to put away. <laughs> that I need to lift those first. Like, is that an exercise equipment that I can put possibly, into my repertoire? Probably. Yeah, possibly, <laughs> probably. Also in, in this app is uh, like dietary. Like it'll help you get ah, your diet okay. straight. And uh, here, let me go to the workouts. I have no assigned workouts. That's not true. But body weight, he's got all these workouts designed for me and my body weight. Okay. Like I can use so my body weight. As, and... Yeah, exactly. 
planks and squat squat the sky reach. Yeah, I think that's great because uh, I know for me in working out, like part of like having to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, about it, like what do I do exactly? Like even I just go on walks every morning. I usually just like walk the same route. So mm-hmm. I don't have to use my. <laughs> yeah. Six o'clock in the morning. So that tells you exactly what you know. What yeah. You do. And it breaks up the routine. You don't have the same thing all the time. Like people used to do the exercise videos or something. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, don't you get bored of doing the same Tybo shit? Yeah. <laughs> Even with DDP yoga, I was do- it's probably the best shape I've ever gotten in was when I was doing DDP yoga. But after a while, it's just like, yeah. Okay. okay. And it's, you need to vary it because I think, you know, your your body kind of, I've noticed this over the years. Like if you do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. your, your uh, metabolism kind of adjust to it right and the next thing you know you're not getting as you're, i mean it's better than doing nothing yes yeah. <laughs> but, but it, you're not getting a lot of benefit after like a year of doing exactly the same thing mm-hmm. and, and that's true and so that voice you heard uh coming to deprogram for the first time sam mcdonald right. sam thank my you debut so much. Yes, yes it's good to be here i've you know i've been with you on in other settings mm-hmm. but uh first deprogrammed uh, he came to write an article once on yms and in typical yms fashion we did yms <laughs> and <laughs> the come away was it's like what was it uh beavis and butthead with uh no basically just an even more crude beavis and butthead <laughs> nice nice that's accurate I was like, no that's accurate that's exactly yeah. what we do <laughs> And it's fitting that I'm wearing my Your Music Show sweatpants today, stylishly. <laughs> sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. The other voice you heard, we're coming back for the first time, we think, since Two Man Gentleman Band, yeah. Jenny Zell. Hi. You're here all the time. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> but this is the first time you've done Deprogrammed in a couple months. To yeah. be fair, uh, literally after the last time, we probably started planning for Bell and Dubs. Yeah, so I think it was early November or something yeah. like that. So it's it's been like steady yeah we've basically just been last night the reason you crashed here because yes. we were up until three recording bell and dub stuff last night that's yeah. funny i did wonder it looked like i was walking into a slumber party so I, <laughs> that's what it was yeah, yeah I, I wasn't gonna ask you know wasn't sure but Some yeah people show up in pajamas it's okay i mean i would and i have and, and i will do it again and it, it will happen again so uh southern culture on the skids is is your baby like yeah. you've been trying to get this to happen literally since for... since you got me on the show like was it what did you say it was four years ago yes um it's been four years so i was on one of the earlier episodes of deprogrammed i was on the uh the foo fighters mm-hmm. one and i immediately started thinking of all the bands that i wanted to talk about and uh i think blur was the first one that came up i did something something else but like southern culture and the skids was like probably like top three or five bands that i wanted to talk about and i could never find anybody else that liked them and i was like i, I just so I've, i kind of gave up like i honestly was yeah. like i'm okay whatever nobody will jump on board with me that's fine <laughs> that's fine it's funny that you should say that I, so is it rude for me to ask on the air how old you are <laughs> <laughs> or you, you can tell 41 okay yeah <laughs> so i'm math i'm, I'm 54 and um People around my age and a little bit younger, they, uh, especially over in Norfolk, Mm -hmm. they're like crazy about Southern culture on the skids. In fact, like a friend of mine who's almost exactly my age was visiting Mm -hmm. like a couple weekends ago and we were taking a walk around the neighborhood and they came up 
you know, because we were walking past this place that used to be Lewis's. I don't know if you ever saw them at Lewis's back in the no. day. But they had a regular gig there, and people still talk about those shows. I mean, like, oh, wow. repeatedly, they'll bring them up as, like, th- that was a, a great era when they used to play there regularly. Right. And I, I never got to see them. It was a little bit before I got here. Um, I don't know when Lewis's closed, but it was on Collie avenue kind of i'm not familiar with that so it must have been after my time too (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know like my wife's friends it's like a common theme right southern culture on the skids okay to that point then this seems like a natural place for you to jump in first actually so talk to me about southern your relationship with southern culture on the skids yes so i go way back with them because i went to school at uh, unc chapel hill which is where the band began. And um, so I got to Chapel Hill in 1984. And uh, they, I don't know if they had started that year or a year or two before, but um, they were one of the big bands on the scene in Chapel Hill. And um, they uh, they kind of had a different sound at the time. They were a little bit more like the Cramps. It was a little mm-hmm. more creepy uh, and less funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, they had a different singer. Rick Miller was not, he was just playing guitar and writing songs. And they had this guy who had a very low voice, kind of like Johnny, he was doing this Johnny Cash imitation. You got to sound, sound like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they were kind of creepy. I mean, in a good way, yeah. in a good way. So like, I remember they played as part of this like local music festival at Carmichael Auditorium in on the campus of UNC, um, Carmichael's was the basketball gym for the Tar Heels, and um, so I can remember standing in front and watching those guys play. And Rick Miller had this this Fender Stratocaster and this big Fender amp, and he was getting these you know crazy surf uh, sounds out mm-hmm. of his uh, guitar, and I was just like bowled over. They also had even back then they had a female bass player. Which, you know, turned out to be, you know, the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And she sort of looked like Marilyn Monroe. She had like platinum blonde hair and she wore these like long vintage dresses. And they were they were great in that incarnation, too. Um, And I I remember their like tagline was uh, rockabilly surf nightmare. So that's the perfect way to describe them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, and so s- some of the sounds were the same. Um, I mean, musically, they didn't change that much. They just kind of over the years amped up the, the humor value and the, the kind of the southern uh, kitsch mm-hmm. element. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were, all, you know, from the right right from the beginning, they were a great band. A lot of that was down to uh, Rick Miller's songwriting and that great guitar. Hmm. So what was it, Jenny, about Southern Culture on the Skids, like after that first time that you're like, no, I have to do this. This has to happen. I basically have, I fell in love with this band like right from the first time I heard them. And I'm, I'm in the scheme of things, I'm kind of a newer fan. Um, they came up on a Spotify Discover Weekly list. Oh. And half the time Discover Weekly serves up high pile of garbage. <laughs> but, I, you know, honestly, I can't remember what song it was that came up, but I was like, Whatever the hell this is, I need more of this. And I was going through a phase where I was listening to like a lot of rockabilly and psychobilly. Like I was listening to a lot of Reverend Horton Heat at the time and mm-hmm. listening to the cramps and stuff like that. So Spotify learns what you like and what you're into at that time. And that's what it gave me. And I'm like, 
it's it's like that but it's it's a little bit more like southern and it's got that like this like white trash angle yes. to it that i just i absolutely loved the, the everything about their sound and they're not just in one place they're like surf and their country and yes. their yeah. psychobilly like all this different stuff um and like whenever somebody's asked me to describe them, I call them the the white trash B fifty twos. Yes, that, <laughs> that's an apt description. Yeah. Uh, so, well, hearing these things from you guys makes me feel better about my analysis of the band because you've already said all the things I had planned on saying about them. <laughs> uh, Southern white trash was going to be towards the top of the list, uh, and not in a bad way. Yeah, it's was, a fun. It's a very fun label absolutely. for them. And then I was thinking they. You know, listening to it reminded me of Reverend, listening to Reverend Horton Heat in the cramps. And I was like, okay, so it sounds like maybe my song selection might be off, but <laughs> my view of the band was correct. Right. Yeah. That's what it sounds so, like. To have me. you seen them live before? I have not. Like, so this, they... this band was, uh, well, barely on the periphery, even for right. me. Um, Jenny suggested it. And then that's the first time I'd even seen the name of the band. I think they've, you know, maybe in the way, way, way back of my mind, I had heard of them somewhere, but pretty much right. zero. Yeah, in. the name, the the names, you know, stands out because mm-hmm. it's uh, evocative. But you know, they had that period where they were on a major label, like for a couple of albums. They were on Geffen for a couple of albums, and um, they were. I mean, that was a weird period in the in the 90s when i guess it was like post nirvana and a lot of weird bands were getting signed mm-hmm. so they didn't uh you know last a long time as a major label act but um yeah i think it's like the live show even though their records are great and like doing this going back and listening to all these records is just giving me a, a an appreciation for how like solid their their whole you know catalog is yeah. mm-hmm. but i think it's like the live show that I I know like my wife's friends who um you know I was kind of surprised frankly uh when I I, I heard about people being excited about southern culture on the skids cuz I hadn't seen them actually since oh. since Chapel Hill so I I hadn't seen the new oh, it's not new but you know the <laughs> new to me version of the band um and you know the whole thing with like fried chicken you know all the gimmicks that they do the yeah. gimmicks so um uh, i didn't i didn't quite get it uh, and it's not that i didn't you know didn't think that they deserved the attention but i didn't quite understand and then they played the um the hampton block party um oh. years ago and uh and then that that kind of helped me it's like oh now i can see like seeing that band in a little club mm-hmm. you know they're playing their asses off um they sound great they're funky and weird and you know mary huff is you know mm-hmm. looking great and uh you know with her like the beehive or whatever yeah. she's wearing <laughs> at the time so you know it, it, i think the live show maybe more than the records is uh is the thing for a lot yeah. of, a lot of people but that, the records are great that was one of the first things i thought was like as soon as i started really getting into their songs i was like i gotta see them live and I must have just missed them when I first started listening because I ended up not being able to see them for like another like year or something. They come through town like probably once a year. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I saw them in 2017 at uh, Shaka's down at the beach for mm. the first time. And uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, I was ready for it. Like I kind of knew about some of the, the gimmicks and stuff and, you know, the whole fried chicken thing. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. 
<laughs> well, that does make me think about uh, again to compare. T- they have longevity, and you kind of you you brought up one thing I noticed here is there is no real drop in the quality of songs right. through, throughout mm-hmm. the entire discography, which it makes this game hard to play because it makes the song selection infinitely harder. Yeah. But at the same time, I can respect a band that can be around this long and still put out an album that's just as great as all their earlier stuff. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I'm kind of in awe that they're able to, um, they've been able to stick around this long and keep the quality up high and keep the shows fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. hard. And they're not making a shit ton of money. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) But. You know they're they're doing what they love to do and they're making it work. And I know mm-hmm. Rick Miller runs a studio down in North Carolina, and maybe that's part of it too. Is you know getting some uh, additional income from the studio and yeah. maybe some production work. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really uh, amazed that they've been able to keep up the the quality over the years. So to that note, you probably had your twenty pretty close, Jenny. <laughs> like before we even. Kind of, because I was trying to be an overachiever and, like, get the list ready before we, you know, even got to planning the show panel. Um, so, like, I, I set up, like, my list, like, forever ago, like, three years or whatever it was, or almost three years. Uh, but then we, we kind of, like, shuffled the the album selection, and I was this I did it at a time that, like, I thought it was going to be, like, all of the albums. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go through and, like, you know shuffle things out <laughs> mm-hmm. well and to be fair i don't think we dropped much like two yeah we dropped the the newest album um and we dropped some of the eps but mm-hmm. i did have some of that like when i looked at my list i was like yeah i've got i actually got several things from the eps <laughs> it happens so well, as i noticed that they did uh they've re-recorded songs over the years too so that's, yes. that makes it a little complicated also because which version of the song you want right but to that point sam being your first time here what was it like selecting out 20 songs um i mean it was it was fun i just went through the records that you mentioned and um you know it's it's tough i was kind of thinking about it from two different angles um uh, they're my favorite songs, and then they're the ones that um, I think represent, you know, would be a good introduction to mm-hmm. people who've never listened to Southern culture before. Um, but it ended up being a lot of the same oh. songs because, you know, really, if I want to get you into a band, you know, I want to want you to hear the the songs that I love the most. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't do too much eliminating based on just my personal, but but there are probably a few. That, that we'll disagree on <laughs> so the, <laughs> that are like personal choices the good thing with a band like this is there isn't going to be anything in my head that goes oh this is the hit right i mm-hmm. can get rid of that there's no there's no need for that there's not there was zero of that now again having a very consistent catalog makes my song choice harder i try to like narrow well Here's something that they kind of do. Let me bring that in. Um, right. You know, I, I kind of gravitated more towards the, the white trash sound. Because sure. mm-hmm. as much as I love the surf sound, um, I, this is what they do well. And I, this was yeah. my biggest takeaway from right. them. So, like, I kind of gravitated towards that sound. So, it's 
this is one of those episodes where the conversation we just had is much more important than whatever list we're going to come up with. (laughs) It happens frequently with this show, but uh, we will come up with something for 10. That being said, the three, the name of the game is deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through, I think, what did it boil down to? Seven records uh, that we are going to now mash up against each other and try to create a top 10 starter kit for Southern culture on the skids for you to get into the band and like I said, all you have to do is push, push play on this playlist and you'll be into the band just like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so this is, I was trying to like put a, like a, a preference, like what's going to be my number one play. I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> it is tough. But I want to go, we kind of mentioned the chicken a lot already. And we mm-hmm. mentioned, um, you know, just being Southern white trash. I feel like I got to go here. Eight piece, bo- eight piece box. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a uh, that's a good consensus choice. All right, one, one in the bag. I mean, I think if we didn't have that song on the list, we should just pack it up and yeah. and call the show quits because that's like that's like one of their biggest songs. It's a signature. It really? It's definitely yeah. a signature song. So um, yeah, I think among fans, if you were to say what's you know, what's the one song that would represent them? That would be it. Well, that yeah. makes our work for later easier, too. <laughs> no, it, it, it was just the, the feeling I got, even though it's on that first record. It's just like afterwards when I came back to it, I was like, no, this is what they do. This is probably the best of what they do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm really glad that you you narrowed in on the, you know, their biggest hit. Or not, I don't know if I'd call it a hit, but their uh, it, signature popular. sound. Yeah. yeah, like a popular live song. And, uh, you know, it's got the themes like food and sex. Yes. <laughs> the combination of food and sex. Mm-hmm. That That's like a repeating. It comes up again and again. I was going to say, like, that's something that we talked about with Two Man Gentleman Band. Like, yes. I... It's funny that like one of my other favorite bands is how can you combine food and sex yes. <laughs> and drug use? Yes, <laughs> except these guys are more about like moonshine and yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah, moonshine. Yeah. All right. Well, we got one in. I feel good about that. So yeah, that was a slam dunk. I'm at least yeah. in the right place. All right, Sam. Let's see what you got. Okay, so I'm just gonna be provocative right off the right from the start. Um, so from that same first album, um, I am proposing a song called She Bought a Dog. So yeah. the reason I'm proposing it, it's it, it's not, um, it's probably not like in their top 10 most requested mm-hmm. songs, but um, there's a story attached to it. Oh. So um, I was talking about the earlier version of when Rick Miller didn't sing at all. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I can remember seeing him at Cat's Cradle, and Rick Miller stepped up to the mic, and he did this kind of country, country twangy song called She Bought a Dog, and it was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I heard his voice, and I was like, oh, he's got a pretty good voice. That's interesting. And it was my first inkling that the band might change. Uh-huh. And I was reading that, you know, he wanted to bring more country into it, more of the Southern influences. And... um it was kind of a bone of contention with the other members of the band. I think they wanted to stay more rockabilly or more more surf, mm-hmm. and um, and so uh, that was just kind of a hint of the direction. And it, I mean, it, I I heard it one time and it stuck in my head all these years. So I have to 
propose it. Valuable yeah. information, but I don't have it. I don't have it either. I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. Voted out. I kind of expected that. So. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, it was in. It was absolutely in my first cut. Now where it dropped out, I can't remember. Right. But it was. It had. It made it through that first pass of. 50 or whatever it was so and not that i'm arguing for it because I, I i'm already outvoted but i'll i will say that you you kind of hear the character mm-hmm. in that song you kind of see the emergence of this character mm-hmm. that uh. he will develop later on the the, you know, the redneck guy the kind of you know hang yeah. dog uh redneck guy where everything's going wrong and <laughs> you know I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one again now that you know put it in that light because I love a good character-based song, yeah, you know. That's true. It's All not right. as funny as the later ones, but you can see elements of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jenny? Uh, I don't know if this was the first song that I heard from them, but it's one of the earliest ones I remember, and it was when I was doing that freaking food challenge on Facebook where I had to eat a bunch of biscuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Biscuit Eater. Yes, I've got yep. that one. Me too. All yes. right, another consensus. Yeah. Actually, I had that as listed as my number two. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I had it. I made the 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 call here, like as we started. Right. Uh, biscuit Eater was technically number one. I mean, yeah. So far, we've hit my number one and two. Yeah. <laughs> So again, it just kind of fit right in line with what I thought about with the band, like afterwards, like, and I found myself kind of humming along, like just randomly throughout the day. I was like, okay, so that's got to be one of the ones, at least it's got to be in the 20. Yeah. yeah, And it's got that food and sex thing. (laughs) Exactly. uh, You know, I I don't know where that smell comes from. (laughs) I just know I'm going to get me some. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love a good innuendo. Yeah. (laughs) Love a good innuendo. All right. Well, we got two in. All right. <clears throat> well, and this was another huge element to, uh, that I I picked out. So I'm going to come right out and say it. White trash. Oh, uh, I remember looking at that one, but I don't know if it made it. Yeah, I didn't have that one. Right. I don't have that one. Into the trash. That's all right. See, this is what I'm afraid of with this band is that they kind of, you know, they have similar like themes throughout mm-hmm. their their catalog, and I feel like we're all going to be picking like s- the same types of things, but just dancing around yep. different versions of yeah, the, yeah, the same yep. thing. Well, and you know, we'll we'll come up with ten. It'll happen. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, we're doing pretty well so far <laughs> yeah, compared absolutely. to the Ween. I went back and listened to the <laughs> Ween episode, and that was yes. like, rough going. It's funny. I just listened to that one again recently too, and it was like you want to hear battling at the end <laughs> you want to hear rough going depeche mode uh-huh we wanted to kill ourselves about halfway through like we could not hit on anything i mean you were listening to depeche mode so also true <laughs> and the station was dying oh <laughs> so like there was a lot happening rip yep all right um so i missed sam you're up so let's see um so how do you guys feel about covers because they do a great job of choosing covers. Uh-huh. Um, so I have a cover on my list, but now I'm kind of ambivalent about whether we should be um, picking their own songs or or covers. That's so. your call, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For me, it, if it's a good cover that they managed mm-hmm. to make it seem like their own song, I never have a problem with it. it, it I'll tell you this. It's rare if it's a cover and I can sense that it's a cover, it is rare that it'll get through for me. Right. right. So keep that in mind with your gameplay. <laughs> All right. I'll go ahead and throw it out there. So uh, Daddy was a preacher. Mama was a go-go girl. Yep. Okay. I got two. 
uh, no, it didn't make it. I remember really looking hard at that one though. So didn't it's a know, maybe. Didn't real yeah. Well, you know, it makes it to the conversation. Honestly, didn't realize it was a cover. I yeah, either. I had to look. I had to look back to see. Um, but, but you know, in its favor, it's a Mary Huff vocal, which is an element you got to have at least one. I would yes. say yeah. in the top ten, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's her. But maybe ideally, it wouldn't be a cover. But anyway, it's in the conversation. You know, yeah. if if it if it becomes you know cut fodder later in a later <laughs> round. Yeah. You know. All right, Jenny. Um, I think I want to go with this one just because I this may be my favorite song, even though I had something else as number one and two. This is probably my favorite song is Mojo Box. Yeah. Did I have Mojo Box? I didn't have it, but it is a good song. Put that in the conversation. I was made it through. shocked how much I liked Mojo Box, yeah. the album, specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that song. Because I figured at this point, you know what, okay it's got to drop at some point right like the songs can't continue nah. at this pace <laughs> no nah. like mojo box is a great record yeah and yeah i was i was pleasantly surprised and I, I initially pulled like a whole bunch through on that record and then you know again we'll get to like the honing in but now nah, mojo box definitely stuck it stood out for me uh okay let's trot out some more um white trash themes my neighbor burns trash Yes. Oh no. Into the convo. I just I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing, number oh, the, one. Yeah, <laughs> there are great lines in that song. Yeah, I just listened to that again. Um was it yesterday? But yeah, I was I was cracking up at some of the, the lines in there, you know. It's like a mighty fine way to screw up a really nice day, something yeah. like that. <laughs> well, just and just the theme alone, just thinking about my neighbor's outside burning trash. It's like, okay. I'm going to write a song about it. Yeah. That makes, that's just fun. And, and there's like, they're holy rollers too. The lady is, uh, you know, she's like a Bible beater and she burns trash. And oh my God. There's like a line at the end where like he says, I hope Jesus doesn't uh, agree with her way of thinking. Basically, again, with the white trash theme, mm-hmm. he's kind of saying like, I'm, I'm trash. I hope Jesus doesn't burn me or it's like send me to the, yeah. <laughs> clever line yeah Yeah. all right so you know what even even the misses aren't like way off so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm I'm feeling okay right now all right sam so uh going to that that major label period um i have camel walk yeah uh yeah i do not have that one but two makes it go that's kind of one of their signature songs that they do like every show. That, from what I can understand, anyway, like I've been to one, so I don't have a frame uh-huh. of reference. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, it's funny. The two times I've seen them in the modern era, they were not in clubs. It was at at um, the block party and then mm-hmm. at the oceanfront. They played uh, with the Jayhawks at the oceanfront. Oh. And uh, so I don't feel like I've gotten the really the club experience. Mm-hmm. So maybe this show... With tornado bait uh, will um, give me uh, a taste of like the you know the the main line right. club experience because um, yeah I mean I don't I don't think there was as much audience participation mm-hmm. um, those open spaces it's yeah it's, a little it's, harder I, to I think do. it makes people more self conscious too there's mm-hmm. probably a little less drinking yeah. you know mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to this elevation show since you mentioned it I mean this will come out after it after that show happens mm-hmm. i think oh, that's but too bad. 
how good a pairing is tornado bait and some <laughs> cultural perfect. skits. Like I can't tell you. I was just telling somebody I think last night. I was like, I this is the most perfect thing that has ever happened. It really is. <laughs> and I mean, you know, it's a little bit of bias, but like even if I didn't know Missy from Eve, I guess would be the saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a perfect marriage of sounds. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop uh, licking their ballsack here. But <laughs> no, <laughs> they're <right>. amazing. <laughs> they are. All right, Jenny. Oh, uh, shoot. Where am I gonna go next? Um, um, you know, I'll go with uh, liquored up, lacquered down. Yes. Yep. I got All it. right. Oh, another, nice. Another three. Blam. Three chair turn again. So, I just love a good like character, and it has a lot of cool visuals and stuff. You know. Oh my gosh! And the the melody. That's I think uh, I think Rick Miller is underrated both as a guitar player. Like you don't see him listed as like you know one of the great rock guitar players, but um, he's also like I mean the songs are just catchy. Yeah. You know, if it was just the white trash thing and it was just the shtick, um, I think they could probably have a decent career, but. You know, these songs are like super, a lot of them are super catchy. They stick in your head and, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's, that's irresistible. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect word for it. Irresistible. It is impossible. It is impossible to listen to Southern culture on, on the skids and not have fun. Yeah. Like it's just, it mm-hmm. is just, a, it's a really yeah. good time. So, all right. Well, so we got th- three unanimously so far and four into the conversation. Once we get out of, um, officially get out of, uh, NTP, I will feel a lot better, but we're, steadily moving that way <laughs> i want to keep trotting out i think my white trash side here double wide yeah yeah i don't have it i'm really feeling not great about my list like you guys are matching and i'm missing all of them <laughs> hey it's go- it's bound to happen it's gonna be me at the end just naming 10 songs in a row <laughs> You're going to have to clear out with 10. Yes. Well, that double wide song, I actually, before I came over here this morning, when I was thinking I had an extra hour, I was looking to make sure, because they do so many obscure covers, and that song is so good and has like such a good like, song craft to it. I, I thought it might have been a cover, like a like an, an old country song yeah. that, uh, that I didn't know about. But no, he, he wrote it, and uh, you know, it does show his versatility, because like... I could almost see that song in another uh, like production being on commercial country radio. Yeah, yeah, true. Absolutely. All right. So we got two. Moves into the conversation. Sam? So uh, I'm going to go uh, banana pudding. I have it. With the uh, with continuing the, the oh, food man. theme. I don't. I swear I thought I did. But... That was like one of the last ones I added. And man, that song, like... I didn't want to add it because something about it struck me as like really kind of corny that they're just singing about banana pudding. But I was like, I would just go around singing it all the time as I'm like going through my list. And I was like, you know what? It's it's so catchy. Like I have to put it on the list. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, one of their maybe cheesier, cornier songs, but it is super catchy. And it's I think it might be my wife's favorite. Okay. Uh, Southern culture song. So I mean, it's fun. It's mm-hmm. banana pudding. With the skin on top. <laughs> Wait a second. Why am I not seeing it in my master list? Uh-oh. I remember listening to it. I remember having it until pretty late. It's on plastic seat sweat. Which I think is one of these blue ones. Huh. 
Well, I don't think I'm going to. There it is. There it is. Goes into the conversation. No, that one was like definitely a super late cut for me, and for all the all the same reasons we've kind of talked about already. But and it's it's got that the funky sound. So they have mm-hmm. you know the surf sound, they have the country sound, they have the rockabilly sound, and banana pudding's this kind of like southern funk, yeah, um, kind of groove that they're really good at. All right, Jenny, we've got nine. You can get us out All of right. NTP here. <laughs> no pressure. You know what? I'm going to just ruin that for you on purpose. <laughs> you like giving me a heart attack. I do. Um, I'm going to go with a uh, uh, theme from the Cheaters because I just, I love that, just that kind of swanky kind of sound, that surf sound. So that's uh, instrumental? Yeah. Yeah, so I do feel like... Again, if you're in a, introduced this band, I did not have theme from Cheaters, but did I? Um, I had a couple of other instrumentals. Uh, I do feel like if you're gonna um, introduce somebody to the band, the instrumental part is you have yeah. to be on there. This is usually I try to only do like one instrumental at the most, but I think I had like two or three from this band, which mm-hmm. I don't know how, like because their lyrics are part of what makes it so much fun to me but i found myself like really getting drawn to the some of the instrumentals well, yeah a lot of like the earlier ones i cut just because they were instrumentals which is unfair but you have a big discography you take the cuts where you can get them and then when i realized that no this is kind of part of what they do i was like oh man yeah <laughs> and i didn't want to i i got i was trying to listen to Nas and a couple other fallout boy like a couple <laughs> other bands at the same time so it's like it's an unfortunate cut, yeah. but I I think one or two probably made it through, unfortunately. Not that Not one. That one. Yeah. That's fine. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I got to ruin your day, so that's... <laughs> um, Always fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know which way to play now. Um, let me go here. I'll just... I'm swinging, uh, swinging away. Voodoo Cadillac. Yes. I did not have that one. All right. Goes into the combo, though. And we are officially out of new trash protocol. Yay. Yay. Heart attack. Heart rate can go down. (laughs) Feel okay. Worst case scenario, the seven that are in our conversation automatically fill out our list. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sam. All right. I am going to go with... um, A, another song that a friend of mine uh, is crazy about. My house has wheels. No, mm, nope, nope. That's okay, definitely one of the ones that was on my radar. Yeah, though. it's probably uh, in some ways it's a guy singing about his uh, his RV basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's maybe not quite. You know, he's not singing about his trailer. He's mm-hmm. singing about his RV. Um, so it's maybe not exactly in the lane it's adjacent yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it's very close. well again that's kind of why it was on the radar so like yeah this is what they do yeah it, again like to jenny's point earlier it's picking which ones yep in that lane right all right jenny um let's see if i can continue screwing things up <laughs> um there's nothing to screw up anymore that's true that's true all right uh then i'm gonna go with strangest ways didn't have that one nope Oh, I love that one. It's just kind of, I don't, I don't know what you call it, like almost punk-ish kind of sound, and it's just like a dance kind of, I don't know. I love it. I'll have to go back and uh, do that one another shot. Just ways. Probably just <laughs> one of those things where I just kind of passed it by. Uh, I've got three from that same record, so let me let me trot one of those out. 
How about shotgun? Didn't have it. Nope. Now's the time for misses. Now's the time for misses. <laughs> I'm all right. All right, Sam. So um, I'm going to go with one of my favorite songs, Oof. bar none. So this is, a, this is risky. Uh-huh. Yes. So drum roll, please. Put your teeth up on the windowsill. Oh, yes, okay. I have it. Okay, she saved you. <laughs> you didn't have that one? It, it was on the radar. <laughs> it was on the radar. And if I had to guess, it was probably like top 25. Yeah. I I find that song totally hilarious. And I probably had heard that album, but for some reason it didn't jump out at me until they played it at um, the block party. Mm-hmm. And I can just remember cracking up and thinking... I can't believe they just sung that. <laughs> God, that's a great element to a band, though. Like, right. like if I saw the frogs, like I would get that same. I can't believe they're in front of people singing. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jenny. Um, I don't know how I skipped this one earlier because this was a little bit higher on my list, but um, this is another one of the earliest ones I heard of them. Was too much pork for just one fork? Uh, oh yes. Okay. Nope. And I like, okay, so I guess they have like a remastered or like a re-recorded version on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at some point they had the original and it just, I don't know if they just, you know, discontinued or whatever. But I really prefer the the version that's on the EP. Mm. Um, I think that's the one. Yeah. Um, I think that's the one. Yeah. It like, it just, something about it. Like, it's just kind of dirtier and, right. you know. It just it fits with that sleazy kind of sound, the food sex, piece. <laughs> yeah. the fooding sex. <laughs> uh, I hate it. <laughs> All right, uh, you know what? I'm gonna try this one out. I don't, I don't know who I'm gonna hit here, but we'll find out. Damaged goods. Oh. Uh, you know, I did not. I, I considered that one strongly, but it didn't make my list. I think what's great about that song. Um, for this particular setting is that it again it sort of expresses that character you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um the character of the you know the, the white trash dude living out on the edge of town mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um kind of you know having romantic problems <laughs> and um and if i'm remembering right it's like i don't know if he's saying we're both damaged goods or i'm damaged goods do you remember i think it might be both uh-huh but yeah, it's definitely that sort of, uh, you know, s- sad sack in the best mm-hmm. possible way, mm-hmm. you know, yep. kind of a theme. Was that a no for you too, Jim? That was also a no, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at that one, but it was tough, you know. It always is. It's never easy. All right, Sam? Let's see. Uh, I had cheap motels. Yes. Oh, no, no. That's another hilarious lyric, I think. Yeah. They they really paint a picture with that that whole song, and I I just love any time that there's a story being told. Right, there's a line about the Gideon's Bible that's never been opened. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's describing the scene: as a cigarette burn on the table next to the bed, and a and the Gideon's Bible that's never yes. been read. <laughs> Again, I'm scrolling past it here somewhere. Which album? so it's on the liquored up. Album, if that helps. There it is. Duh. Now, again, I mean, I don't feel bad for not having it because it was absolutely on my radar. Mm-hmm. Just, just 
sometimes you got to make the cuts. Yeah. Again, it comes down to like which ones strike you as this is the one I like mm-hmm. of this kind of theme. All right. And I, just for clarity and to put it out there, I think I'm down to nine. So we're roughly about halfway through. I have more than that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It is your turn. Trot one out. Uh, Okay. I'm going to go with Roadside Wreck. Didn't have it. No. Nor did I. For some reason, that one isn't sticking out at all. Um, I'd like to put it on Drive Too Fast and then get tickets. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually listening to Southern Culture on the Skids when I got a ticket in Virginia Beach. Yeah. I can see that. I can imagine. (laughs) That might have been a contributing factor. (laughs) Uh, All right. Where am I going to go here? How about... I'll try this one out. This is uh, off of the Kudzu Ranch. Again, um, I was pleasantly surprised because after Mojo Box, I'm like, okay, well, now they're done, right? (laughs) Right. No. 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 It's another solid record. I had a whole bunch of choices and... No. Uh, and this is one of them. Bone Dry Dirt. Oh, no. No. I didn't have it, but I remember liking that oh. song. Okay, so I was right about it, just not right enough. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that one was supposed to be. Remember how I was saying like I wanted to f- kind of fine-tune some of the later selections? Mm-hmm. That was one of the ones that bone I probably would have made it. Dirt. Bone I felt yeah. like it was different enough that it obviously stood out. I'm able to sing it right now. Uh, that may have actually been on my first cut. And then I kind of like rearrange things. It's yeah. okay. I mean, it happens. Uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> like my do? top <laughs> ten was easy. Like I wrote it in pen and I didn't scratch anything out. The second, the back ten, I had to like keep redoing. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it happens. I'm not going to cry about it. Maybe. <laughs> All right, Sam. All right. So um, I'm going to go with another Mary Huff song because I don't know if we've. Had another one by her. Um, I really love the song, Just How Lonely. It's like kind of a pure pop song. It doesn't necessarily fit super well with the white trash theme, mm-hmm. but um, super catchy. And, and God, she sings. She sings it incredibly well, so much so that I can't believe, like, why is she just a bass player <laughs> right. in Southern Culture on the Skids? You know, she could be... She'd go to Nashville and, you know, have a career, I feel like. <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of speaks to her as a person, though. Yeah. yeah. She's doing what she loves in this yeah. band that she's been with for forever. So, yeah. I don't have it, though. Nor do I. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. This well thought out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jenny. Um, then let's see if we can get one with her voice on it. I don't mm, I don't think it's going to be that one, so I'm going to skip that one for now. I'm going to go with Firefly. Yeah. Nope. Didn't have it. Shouldn't have. That was not going to be the one either. <laughs> but yeah, I was really trying to find the ones that I really liked her voice and she gets to show off her voice. Um, apparently that was not the one that that made it through for you guys either. I'm going to be sad if we don't get any from her though. Yeah, like. yeah, we, I think we, <laughs> we Unfortunately, have currently, I, I don't know which ones are her looking at this list, but I'm looking at this one. We'll see. Love a Rama. Didn't have it. Oh, I have it. All right. That was a real late ad. <laughs> All right. I think that was one of the ones I scratched out something else, and then I scribbled that in and into the it made it. One, two, three, five, seven. All right, Sam? So let's see. I'm going to go with um, a song that I, I hope 
I'm successful with. Soul City. Mm, nope. No. <laughs> but well, let me. Um, I'll just mention <laughs> mention part of like why I put it on there. Um, it's a good sort of funky um, song, and it also has North Carolina roots. So there was this this black community in North Carolina called Soul City. It was like an intentional community. Um, I think it eventually failed and uh, withered away. But um, that song, it's like, it speaks to North Carolinians. Like, you know, basically anybody outside of North Carolina would be like, all right, it's a good funk song. And it describes like people dancing. And I don't remember if that's the one where he talks about, um, it might be a different song, but, you know, I don't care if your dick is big or your dick is tiny. Um, do you remember that? Line? Yes, yes. Now that you said that, I I remember that. I'm gonna go back and listen to this song because, like, I'm not from North Carolina, so um, I didn't yeah. get any of that meaning. I'm really glad that you you know it's gave raunchy. Us the history it's that. raunchy uh, <laughs> funk song, and there's like a crowd. Soul City, Soul. Um, but anyway, yeah, it spoke to me on several different levels. I think I remember looking at that one, thinking that I wanted to keep it on the list just because it was a different kind of sound from them. But ultimately, like, I made some choices, and I don't know if they were the right ones. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why we're here. So, you know, <laughs> figure it out. All right, Jenny. All right. Um, well, let's see if we can we see if we can get some ladies singing in here. Uh, the other one I have from her is, no, I've got two more. So, fingers crossed. Bad Boys. Oh, no. No. I did like that song, but it's not on my oh, list. Damn. I mean, that, I think that one speaks to me on a personal level, too. So... <laughs> Yeah. Ladies love jerks. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right, I'll find that later. Uh how about how about Lordy Lordy? Didn't have it. New. Right. Into the trash then. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Sam. So I'm gonna throw out another Mary Huff song. Um not because it's my favorite Southern culture song, but because I think it is a signature song, and I think it would be good for you know somebody to um, be introduced to the band mm-hmm. House of Bamboo. Oh no! No, no? okay. No, I remember looking at. The, I mean, it's it was so tough. There were so many times that I was like, I want to include this, but you know, like I. I kind of did it sort of like when I did with uh, Two Man Gentleman Band, where I just wrote the ones that absolutely have to be there first. Right. And that filled out 10, like, mm-hmm. easily. And then it was that second half that I'm like, now so, what? <laughs> again, not, not trying to persuade anybody, but... Uh, it, I think that's they, why we're here. <laughs> there, was a, there was a period uh, where they were sort of flirting with, like, loungy... Yes. ...sounds, and um, so that's that does kind of represent the... The cheesy cocktail lounge. Yes, it had a real '60s like swanky kind of vibe yeah. to it, and I remember thinking that I almost included it just because it was so different for mm-hmm. them. And sometimes having something that's really different on the list can get somebody's attention, right? You know, and it does show that they have a range, even yeah. though, even though they've done, they've been very consistent throughout their career. They've been consistent. In like five or six or seven different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. Songwriting, uh, sounds. Yes. Absolutely. All right. I wish I knew which ones were which here. How about Nitty Gritty? Didn't have no, it. No, I love that one though. I'm just striking out. God. In this back half. All right, uh, Sam. 
So I'm looking at my list, what have we not? Um, we're sort of getting to yep. ones that are a little bit we're less, getting less to the I'm nitty gritty. Feel, I'm feeling yes, <laughs> less passionate about. But um, from Ditch Digging, I had the little things. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. All right, Jenny. Um, let me fire off my last Mary song, and that's "Fire of Love" from Mojo Box. Oh no! Didn't have it. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. Um, how about High Life? Nope. Didn't have it. That was like probably top forty-ish for me. So it wasn't that far off. All right, Sam. I'm down to my last four here. So for Mojo Box, I had Smiley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Nope. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> missing, <laughs> missing left and right. We're getting down to it, man. Yep. Jenny. Um, I'm gonna go with corn liquor. Mm, that no. was my bell selection. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got Didn't it. Didn't have it. I ain't got it. I mean it just, you know, fits their theme. Yes. The white trash drinking mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh how about this one? Mud buggy. I nope. did like that song, but no. Okay. I, I it's always encouraging that it it was close. Like when, whenever I get the blank stares, I'm like, oh. <laughs> there's, I don't know that there's really any way to go wrong with this band. Like you could, you know, I think most of the time I never really listened to their albums. I just had a playlist with like all their songs on it and I just hit shuffle and, you know, see what comes up because everything that they do is fantastic. Yeah. yeah oh, that, yeah. Super consistent. All right. Sam? So, um, this is a song that's very different from the rest of, it, it's almost like a ballad which that's not really their main thing, but um, $5 shoes. Mm. Nope. nope. Not surprised, <laughs> frankly, but um, I do love it. it. It's, it is the same, that same character, that sort of backwoods poor guy character, mm-hmm. um, but uh, in more of a contemplative mode. Okay. <laughs> Which you right. don't usually think of from Southern culture, but maybe that's why it stood out to me because it's, right. you know, it's well, different. And again, now's the time for those ones that you feel like kind of just need to be in the conversation, whether they make it or not. Mm-hmm. All right, Jenny? Um, shoot, I think my last two are actually instrumentals um, for Lovers Only. Oh, no. Didn't have it, but I do like that. That was actually my last ad. I I actually erased something else. I don't even know. I can't read what it was, and I'm kind of glad I can't because I'd probably be mad if it was something else that missed. Um, but I just, I kept thinking about that. Like, it just has that real, like, 60s vibe to it, mm-hmm. and it, there's, like, nothing to it all except that then he's just like, for lovers only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it definitely was on my radar. I don't. I, I don't know. Remember where it made where it dropped, but I, it made that first cut. Mm-hmm. Whatever that ended up being. I'm yeah. just gonna blast out these last three and see if I hit you guys, and then everybody can kind of clear out. So I've got C W James O O Spy. Nope. No. Spy. Oh God, it was close for that one too. All right. Earth. Well, I, for top forty anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Earth mover. Nope. 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 <laughs> Hitting on nothing. No. Appropriate. <laughs> Very appropriate there. All right, Sam, you want to clear out what you got? Sure. So um, I love this instrumental Jack's tune. Oh, um, no. It, uh, it was one of these that had escaped 
like doing this, going back and revisiting their catalog, I uh, I was like, holy shit, that is a beautiful instrumental, beautiful guitar instrumental. Um, so that made it onto like this other playlist that I was like, you know, this is, it was it's like a, a gem, a hidden gem for me in their catalog. And um, let's see, the other song I had that we have not mentioned already is, um, I guess that's really it. I oh. had a song called Tidewater Jack, but that was not, um, I wasn't in the. It wasn't in play. Yeah, it wasn't in play. Yeah. So. All right, Jenny, clear what you I got. I don't know how this happened because I thought I had like a bunch that were left and then all of a sudden I only have one left. Um, and that's Rumors of Surf. Oh, uh, no. That, I love that because it goes back. It might have even been on their very first album that mm-hmm. you, you have to go to YouTube now if you want to listen to like that Johnny Cash singer. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll um, look that I th- up. I'm pretty sure Rumors of Surf was uh, was like one of their earliest songs. Yeah, Okay. I always, I always uh, love this kind of thing. Um, plastic sweet, uh, plastic sweat got the most play. There's only five songs that we didn't play from it. That wow, stuff, that stuff interests me. And it's funny because like that album, I remember looking at it and thinking like, I don't know that I've ever listened to this album straight through, but I may have had the most songs from that album on my mm. list because I, you know, just put everything on shuffle and listened to everything, and those are the songs that that I remembered, but I never just sat down and listened to it straight through. What I liked about that album was the polish. Like, right. You take what they're doing and polish it up a little bit. And it's like, Oh, okay. And I think that's what stuck out to me because I'm pretty sure I had the most from that album too, but mm-hmm. where it's just like the, maybe the album before and the album after were all kind of like, like centrally I had, these are the ones. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely had the most polish or one of the ones that, with the most polish. Cause that was their major label era there okay makes sense. yeah <laughs> makes sense all right well you know what this isn't as bad off as as it it might have been it didn't it started off hot we got three eight piece box biscuit eater and liquored up and lacquered down so we've got we've got alcohol and food covered <laughs> yeah we'll keep that in mind um how many do we have here let me see but we did do a lot of dancing around the same themes yes oh, yeah so so there's 11 Oof. that we need to get down to seven um Oh, that I was going to say that should be easy. And then I'm like, no, it's not. It's going to be tough. <laughs> well, I mean, my immediate go-to here is losing the cover. Daddy was a preacher, but Mama was a go-go girl. I'm okay with, with losing it as long as we keep a Mary Huff song. So if that if we haven't... So let's go through and make sure that we have say, I'm not sure that we have any other ones. Let's make sure we got one. Uh, so here's what we have left. Mojo Box, My Neighbor Burns Trash, Camel Walk, Double Wide... Banana Puddin', Love-A-Rama, Voodoo Cadillac, Put Your Teeth Up on the Windowsill, Too Much Pork for Just One Fork, <laughs> I Heard That Sigh, <laughs> Cheap Motels, and Daddy Was a Preacher But Mama Was a Go-Go Girl. So now we don't. Oh my God. So we don't have another one. one then. I, look, I, I, it does two things. If we were to include it, it does two things. It like It's a like an obscure cover mm-hmm. and, you know. Almost all of their albums have a an in, a surf instrumental mm-hmm. on them and an obscure cover, so uh, it you know it it checks that box and it's a Mary Huff song, right? So. And also, it sounds enough like them that I didn't realize it was a yes. cover at all. Like I didn't even think to go. I wonder if that's a cover. 
right so it's not like i mean i i actually considered including this was the the cover of come as you are yeah just because the fact that like (laughs) it's something that could draw people in like Mm -hmm. somebody who would never listen to them they might hear that and say like holy shit that's the surf cover of nirvana song like as an instrumental like yeah that's amazing yeah (laughs) all right well if there's no objections maybe maybe we just made the case for it It i think so like that's the fastest something's went from the cutting block to in (laughs) I mean, the sad thing is that, like, compared to all those other songs, like, I it hurt me to think about cutting all those other ones. But I feel like it's important to check those boxes. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think it's good. So is there anything else that from that list that you feel like has to? Or is there anything that's sticking out as, well, I guess that can probably go. Uh, from the, the maybe list there. Yeah. Uh, there's too much pork. Too much pork song there. On yeah. there. I feel like that. That would be a good one to include, but maybe yeah. if I mean it, it doesn't. I'm with it. <laughs> okay. I I was thinking uh, Camel Walk needs to be there. Okay, I'm good with that too. All right. So that gives us six. So we I need... mean, they have a like a dance that goes with it when you go to the show. All like right. it's kind of a, a thing. So it's a thing for them. Yep. Yeah. All right. I mean, obviously, at this point, with I don't think when with a sound like this, I don't think album representation even comes into the conversation. No. So. We still need four more. Let's think about some some that we can cut here. So let me uh, put them via record. Not that that matters. Mojo Box, Double Wide, My Neighbor Burns Trash, Banana Puddin', Love-A-Rama, Voodoo Cadillac, Put Your Teeth Up on the Windowsill, and Cheap Motels. Is there anything of those that feels like, okay, it's made it this far, but I don't, I don't think it, it's good enough to make the 10? I'll be honest with you. I don't remember Loverama, um, so that's the one that I, that I would vote for. But um, you guys might feel differently. I mean, it was oh, pretty much one of my lower tier ads. So. It was for me too. Like I said, I think that was the one that I scratched something else out and um, and put that in at the last minute. So uh, yeah, go ahead and cut that one. <laughs> All right, let's. I, I mean, we have to. Something's got to go. You, is there anything sticking out to you, Jenny, that either either way that you feel like? I per- kind of want Mojo Box. In? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm with it. I, I mean, it's it. it's probably my favorite song, like just a personal favorite. It's just got a lot of energy and it's got balls. I like balls. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I plan on keeping mine. So. <laughs> Are you with, because uh, I think you were the odd man out on that one, Sam. Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right, let's do it do it that gives us seven um all right not a lot of so let's look at what we have to figure out what we need still eight piece box biscuit eater liquored up and lacquered down daddy was a preacher but mama was a go-go girl too much pork for just one fork camel walk mojo box so we have three food songs yeah i was gonna say if there's any food left i think it's probably it's probably easy to cut those. Yeah, so, it's be a little repetitive. Yeah. Oh no, is banana, banana pudding going? Pudding. All right. Well, I'll, yeah, I can accept that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, they, something's got to hit the cutting room floor. All right. Um, do we have white trash well enough covered? Do you think? Uh, alcohol liquored up and lacquered down. Um, I don't know that we have. I mean, other than sound wise, I don't know that we have it covered at all. 
eight-piece box, biscuit eater, liquored up and lacquered down. Daddy was a preacher, but Mama was a go-go girl. Too much pork for just one fork. Camel walk mojo box. We still have double wide. My David burns trash up here as far as like straightforward white trash yeah. in the theme. Um, I I think between those, I like my neighbor burns trash. Okay. And I don't think I had either one of them, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go with my neighbor burns trash because, like Sam mentioned, it's got the char- that character. So that gives us, what, eight, I think? I think yes. so. I All can't right. get it's Man, it's early. <laughs> <laughs> looking over your shoulder, I, I would be lost if I wasn't looking over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> we got to lose two of these. Double wide, Ludo Cadillac, put your teeth on the windowsill, cheap motels. I know. <laughs> so I love uh, double wide and cheap motels both. Uh, of course, put your teeth up on the windowsill is a personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's hilarious. You know, it Do might not. It might. What's that? Do we cover like anything like that's just straightforward funny? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It burns trash kind of, but I don't, I don't think yeah. it's in that same vein of just straightforward funny. Outrageous. It's kind of outrageous. So. Um, but I don't know if it's a, I'm not sure if it's an audience favorite or what. I don't know how you feel. Um, I, I'm a little iffy on that one. I was going to actually make a case for Voodoo Cadillac mm. just because it has, a, it has a little bit more of like the psychobilly kind of sound. And okay. I don't think we have anything that maybe Mojo Box, I guess might be in that, that vein, but I don't, I don't remember there being anything else like that up there. Okay. That's good. That definitely needs... That sound needs to be in there. I have a very short attention span, so <laughs> feel free to correct me. <laughs> so, well, you know, you know, if you want, it's right here. Just get a couple seconds of it. God, it's like, I mean, it's just their sound. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is the one that reminds mm-hmm. me of the, the Weird Al parody. the Or the... The Weird Al original version of right. them, you know. It's got that swampy sound. Yeah. All right, so that's that. So we're going to make it worse here. Uh-oh. <laughs> we're going to make it worse. Uh, what else do we need? Um, that's Voodoo Cadillac. We need Double Wide. War She Be. Maybe I should just gone to my list since I know it's in there. Pff, fine, don't. Whatever. What do I care? <laughs> God, Justin. <laughs> There's just so much here. There is okay, so many so songs. Cheap motels. Oh God, this song's so fun, though. I mean, as much as I like it, I I feel like maybe we have this kind of sound and this sort of thing covered. And then here's double wide. <laughs> it never helps. It oh, helps. oh never God, helps. this song is so good, though. Got the 60s thing going on there. Yeah. And then. Oh, man. Yeah. Like I said, this never, ever, ever, ever helps, but <laughs> it's set up. Might as well do it. And then put your teeth up on the windowsill. Okay, wait. Uh, uh, Two's ah, it's got to go. How do you keep getting me on this show? You're torturing me. 
it's painful. Uh, you know, I love all those songs. Uh, it's okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I could j- flip a coin. Now I guess. that I've listened to that, I I changed my mind on Voodoo Cadillac. Actually, I think it's close enough to like Mojo Box kind of sound that I think we can lose that. All right, so let's lose Voodoo Cadillac. All right, so that makes it between double wide, cheap motels, and put your teeth up on the windowsill. One's got to go. Yeah, this is like uh, uh, killing your children here. <laughs> it's like a Sophia Loren's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to weigh it against what we have? Do you think that'll help? Yeah, if you don't mind, just read the ones that we have. All right, so we have eight-piece box, biscuit eater, liquored up and lacquered down. Daddy was a preacher, but Mama was a go-go girl. Too much pork for just one fork. Camel walk, mojo box, and my neighbor burns trash. I'm going to stick with what I said a minute ago. And as much as I like cheap motels, I think the other two kind of it it gives a little bit more different types of sounds from them. It it covers the humor value, you know. Yeah, I I could deal with that. yeah, double wide is is uh, is different than the other songs that we have on there. It's mm-hmm. a, a little more uh, straightforward in some ways, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and that's gets to something that I do love about them. So you know, they do parody, they do uh, you know, backwoods poor Southern parody, but they do it affectionately. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like double wide. I was thinking just like listening to it the other day that it's almost like it could be in a musical. Like if you had a a musical, a jukebox musical about white trash life. Yeah, yeah. um, It could be, you know, a song that's at the scene where people are talking about like getting out of the city and moving to back to the country, you Mm -hmm. know. And uh, it's like affectionate. That's what I was. Mm -hmm. They're not punching down. No, not at all. I mean. They're d- definitely dealing with stereotypes, mm-hmm. but it, in a sympathetic way, it's uh, you never feel like they're um, belittling people. Yeah, they're not looking down at anybody. Like they're kind of like, "Hey, no, this is fun." It's actually <laughs> it's almost celebrating. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, so double wide, and then that makes the for the last spot. Put your teeth up on the windowsill. Cheap motels. I say, put your teeth up on the windowsill. All right, so. okay. All right, let's lose <laughs> cheap motels. And grab, put your teeth up. So this is our 10. Eight-piece box, biscuit eater, liquored up and lacquered down. Daddy was a preacher, but mama was a go-go girl. Too much pork for just one fork. Camel walk, mojo box, my neighbor burns trash, double wide, and put your teeth up on the windowsill. (laughs) And I feel like this is one of the few times where I don't think anybody's uh, feet are going to the fire. I think eight-piece box is the one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it just it makes the most sense. So eight piece yeah. boxes are number one with a bullet. Uh so I guess now's the time where we talk about uh when are you coming back. Uh take a look at the list, Sam. See if there's any other bands you want to hop in on. Oh sure, yeah. This I I was looking at what you guys had already done and I was like, Man, I should have been involved <laughs> in that one and I should have been involved in that one. It happens. It's uh, tough. So yeah. what do you remember a few that are coming up? Um there's so many. I I can't keep like the ones that are coming up like as far as recording soon are Sarah Bareilles and Nas and um we're doing Pearl Jam live this this coming week and what else? Uh Fallout Boy and Scrollnut Zippers, which 
Squirrel oh. Nut Zippers is Jenny. That's my next one. Okay. Yep. Coincidentally, that's another Chapel Hill band. And, oh, uh, makes sense. I'm they, just going to move to Chapel Hill. <laughs> they uh, they started a little after I was away from Chapel Hill, but um, one of the guys, Tom Maxwell in that band, um, uh, we palled around. So, oh. Yeah. Your claim um, to fame. Yeah, Tom. We, we painted <laughs> over the summer. We painted dorms together. We were on like the dorm painting crew, and so <laughs> there was a lot of music listening while you were painting. And uh, so he introduced me to a lot of music. And Tom was in a band called Teasing the Korean, which was like nothing like the Squirrel Nut Zippers. It was like um, he was a drummer. He played drums in Teasing the Korean, and they were kind of like a glam hard uh-huh. rock hard hard rock band. Um, so I have a lot of good Tom Maxwell stories, but, um, it sounds like he needs to just join us on the panel. Yeah. I mean, it could be a four person panel, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I love the scroll and the zippers. All right, and, I'll and add you to that. So. That'll probably happen either later this month or early next month. That's your so, next month. <laughs> yeah. With everything that's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Jenny, you're you're here for Squirrel Nut Zippers for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. St. Vincent will get put together here soon. I forgot about that one. Yeah, well, you know. It was... I'm looking at all the ones that sadly just have my name next to them on the list. <laughs> um, I've got L7. I really want to do L7. Um, also, I want to talk about them on the show. Um, <laughs> hey Amy Mann. Ah. Um, Arctic Monkeys. Uh, who else do I have? Mojo Nixon. I don't remember signing up for that one, but I'll do it. <laughs> you you put it out there like very early. That's probably another early, early yeah. You're okay. like, you know what? F it. Mojo Nixon. <laughs> and Mojo, like, okay. yeah, he's a Virginia boy. So. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, and there's a bunch of names I haven't even seen. I don't know where that came from. All right. I'm going to jump on some of these. Find some more shit. All right. Well, Mojo Nixon, man. <laughs> so, with that being said, Southern culture on the skids. Learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.